Dear Zanny, number 38, 20 November 2008. Hello, everybody. I have just returned from the Manic Mommy's Escape. We had such a blast, my partner and I. Um, I have now affectionately dubbed her officially as my publicist, Carrie Runnels of Words to Mouth. That's wordstomouth.com, where she interviews authors at their new books. We just returned from the Manic Mommy's Escape. We had such a great time, and I was invited to do a formal presentation. Well, it ended up not being so formal, but it was so much fun. And what I decided to talk about was just Communication 101 and really four key components on how to have healthier communications with your partner. But what's so cool about the tools that I hopefully provided to everyone is that it's not just relative to your partner or your spouse or your lover, but also to your mother-in-law, your um, siblings, your boss, girlfriends, co-workers. These tools are so basic, they can be applied to anyone. And guess what? They really work. I have used them myself. Some of them seem a little bit canned. I So I, I say that right up front. There's my disclaimer. However, when you get into a heated situation with somebody over a difference of opinion, these tactics actually work. So if you can keep these in your hip pocket and pull them out when you're in the middle of a heated discussion, let me tell you, you can really diffuse the situation. So here it is, my presentation in full at the Manic Mommies at the Cruise. When it comes to communicating with your spouse, your coworkers, even your boss, do you know how to play by the rules? During Escape 08, we were joined by Suzanne Maiden of the DivaCast and Dear Zany to help us figure out some of the ground rules for communications and when it is appropriate to say, foul ball. This week on the podcast, we are um, airing our um, <laughs> session from the Escape, communicating with your spouse... <laughs> And not just your spouse, but communication tips for um, anyone that you can use on anyone, really. Your boss, your best friend, your sister. Right. This is Your mother-in-law. Um, this is the session that was conducted by Suzanne Maybe. from the Diva cast and from Dear Zany. And it was really fabulous. And you know what was so... My favorite part about this, this um, talk that she gave is afterwards I found out there was a man lurking in the back. He crashed the session. It was just some cruiser. I saw him, yeah. And he crashed the session. I guess afterwards, he he said to people, he's like, wow, that I learned so much. You need to have this for men. (laughs) So here it is, women. Air this for your husband. (laughs) Take a listen, and then we'll be right back. Well, thank you for joining us today. As you know, we're going to be talking about healthy relationships, intimacy, sexuality, and communicating with your partner. And our fabulous Oprah for the day is Suzanne Maiden. She is a family therapist and host of the Dear Zany podcast and co-host of the Diva cast. And if you want to know anything else about her, read the piece of paper. Because... I'm not doing uh, bedtime stories. I'm on vacation. So give a warm Manic Mommies welcome to Zadie. 
let's get started. Um, as you guys know by now, since you've listened to um, all the shows that we've got out there, thank you. I, you know, my husband and I look at each other and think, who on earth would want to listen to this stuff? <laughs> so we're kind of surprised by that. But let's talk about communication, okay? Communication. The things that we're going to go over, we're going to start with the first page of your handout, and it's called Communication with Your Partner. And I really should have called it Four Key Components for Effective Communication. Listen, you guys, this stuff is not just applicable for your partner. It is applicable for your boss, for your kids, for your siblings, for your parents, for your mother-in-law. Okay? This stuff works. And I guess the reason why I feel I, need, I want to share the knowledge with you is because as a family therapist, what I notice most when I do marriage counseling, couples can be really, really good together. And I sit there as a the therapist and I watch and I think, this couple can save this marriage, but my God, they don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to talk to each other. The sex, they seem to have that kind of down. Many of you might think, God, I talked to my husband. He doesn't hear me. He doesn't listen. So how can you get your partner to listen to you or somebody that you want to share information with? You want them to know something that is really ripping your short. Do not blame or shame. It's so, again, it's so easy to blame and shame our partner. To blame them. Well, you know what? We wouldn't have these financial problems if you had made wise investments Okay, something like that. It's really easy to do. It's very seductive, you guys. It's very seductive to get into the blame and shame. But when we shame and blame our partner, they shut down. It's, a, it's an impasse. Then you get at an impasse for healthy communications. Avoid statements like, you always are late. You say you'll be home at this time from work, and you're always late. Always. Um, always is a statement that little children use, always and never. As adults, we kind of need to eliminate that from our vocabulary because it's, it's not true anymore. It's, that's a very childlike perspective. Avoid a statement like, you never, you never pick up your clothes or you make me feel so blank. What would, what would a blank be for one of you guys? You make me feel what? You make me feel crazy. Yes, yes, yes. Throw out another one. You make me feel, right? And I know you guys have... Yes, yes, I have to do everything. You make me feel so angry and pissed because I have to do it all. Avoid statements like that because, again, they're roadblocks because what your partner does is they shut down. Oh, how about this one? You should. You should take out the trash. You should empty the dishwasher. You should know how I feel. Because God knows I've told you a hundred times when I am shaming and blaming you. What part of this haven't you heard? Right? Instead, I want you to use feel statements. And a feel statement sounds like this. When you blank, I feel blank. And what I need from you is blank. So I need somebody to role play. Come up here. I need somebody to be a, uh, a, my partner. Okay, sissy sassy. Sassy sissy. Okay. Yes. You're going to be my husband. I want us... Well, wait a second. Okay, hang on. Just, just We're going to go off mic for just a second. Woo. I've been asked to set the scene. Because apparently she's going to be me. <laughs> As some of you may know... 
my husband is not so good with the housekeeping. And um, I have asked him many times that when he's cleaning the kitchen, which is his duty after I have made the fabulous dinner of, you know, scrambled eggs and applesauce, (laughs) that I want, would like him to wipe down the counters, clean the pot, you know, and he somehow stops. Like, the dishes go somewhere, usually the sink, and then he stops. So if you look at the counter, it's all covered in, like, nasty bits, and he doesn't wipe down, he doesn't sweep the floor, and he doesn't, and so my, so I end up having to finish that. That's the scene. (laughs) Okay, Steve. Steve. Okay, did you not see I just made dinner and it's our agreement that when I make dinner of scrambled eggs and applesauce, for God's sake, you are supposed to empty the dishwasher and wipe down the... Oh, look at these. Look at the counters, for God's sake. Do you, I mean, do you know how to do this? Come on. Come on. Could you do this, please? There were dirty... There were... The, the, that pan was dirty? How was I supposed to know that? It's got a cover on it. Oh, for <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> Jesus, are you an idiot? You know, I'm just going to go into my office and surf the internet for the next four hours. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. Oh, no, 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 no. Because I want to talk about this, and I want to talk about it right now. Right now. Why are you always so crazy? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll show you what crazy is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> yeah. Why do you have to be so, you know, up about all this? Like, Are you kidding? I, I work. Do you know all the stuff that I do? All I'm asking you to do is wipe down the counters. Do the pan. A lid on it. Come on, you got to be kidding me. You don't see that? No. I have... <laughs> No, I don't see that. Are you blind? I'll be in my office. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So you can see, I mean, we're joking. It's ha ha ha. For the record, you will all be making a contribution for the attorney that I am going to have to hire after this for the divorce proceedings. I just want you to... No, 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 because we're going to save that. See, see, because effective communication. Yes, we're going to do it the right way. Okay, so let's replay this scenario and do it differently, okay? Yeah, rewind. That was good. Thank Thank you. you. Okay, perfect. Okay, so here I'm going to be you, and I could say something like, um, what what, what term of endearment do you call them? (laughs) (laughs) Steve? Okay. No, no, no. Um, sweetie. Okay, sweetie. Okay, so it could go something like this. And inside, I get it. I get that we're all kind of seething because Steve doesn't get it. Yes, can we also talk about the fact that when, I, when I'm seething, all the other things start going on the list. Like, and then when I do blow up, like... Like you, you just tag those on. You're fabulous. Yeah. Um, he gets like the full on brunt of it. You know, like, <laughs> boom. 
Okay. And don't we all do that, right? Because, because when you don't communicate effectively, it all builds up. And that list all of a sudden becomes 10 pages long instead of what you're really arguing about, right? How many times do you find yourself in that situation? All the time. Exactly. Okay, so this scenario, and I'm sorry, I know this sounds, this sounds, this is, it's overly simplified, but honest to God, if you can grasp some of these concepts, I promise you, your relationships will be better. So it could go something like this. Um, Steve, you know, I need you to wipe down the counters and empty the dishwasher like we had talked about. You know, I can already see him going, oh, okay, um, well, yeah, uh, I'll do it. I'll get to it. Yeah, okay, great. So do you think you could have that done in the next 20 minutes? or I'm allowed to do that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I had some stuff to do in my office. I had to get the eBay purchases out, and I have to get the, you know, I have some people to shoot on the, the you know, first-person shooter game, and, and then I could do it. Wow, sweetie, I hear that you have... Um, to do the um, eBay purchases and um, the shooter game that I know you so enjoy. And I'm wondering, so what time do you think you could get this done? Wow, I really have no choice but to answer you. Um, (laughs) I guess I could do it around 9.30. And would that be acceptable to you? Yes, that would be fine. Okay, so then, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I know it's like, what a concept, right? It really is. I was kind of like, God, I really have no other answers for you. I tried. Really, I should state for the record that I love my husband. He's a good, kind, supportive man. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Okay, so back to, the, back to the statements with the blanks in them. Okay, it could sound something like this. I'm going to use, I'll use an example from my own marriage. <laughs> my husband doesn't know I'm going to do this. Robin is my husband's name. Yeah, he's six foot four though. He doesn't look like a Robin, you know? You wouldn't think that. But I could say something like, Robin, I feel frustrated when you tell me you're going to be home at six o'clock and I have dinner ready. What I need from you is to communicate with me and give me a call, a courtesy call, and let me know what you're going to be doing. So it's the three things. When you blank, I feel blank. And then you be specific and concrete of what do you need from your partner. We tend to speak in these generalizations. I need you to be more sensitive. Okay, hello. What is that? What, is more, what does that mean, right? I need you to be more thoughtful. I need you to spend more time with the kids. Okay, and that's good, but you could sit, but if that, for guys, it even needs to be more concrete. You know, sweetie, if you spent 15 minutes a night reading to the boys, that would be great. It has to be that. Guys get that. They go, oh. <laughs> 15 minutes. Hack. I can do that. Number two. Mirror. Accurately mirror what your partner said. Okay, I need another volunteer. Hi. Hi. What's your name? I'm Teresa. Teresa. I'm Teresa. Okay, Teresa. Thank you for um, being brave to volunteer, even though you're in front of children all day. Thank you. Okay. I want you to tell me something. You can make it up. I don't care. 
and then I'm going to demonstrate how to mirror and how to work this. Oh, good, a double mic. We're, we're like, we're hot tonight. Okay, I want you to tell me something. Tell me something about yourself. Tell me a couple sentences about yourself. Anything, I don't care. Um, I'm a high school biology teacher, and I would rather own a bakery than teach high school. <laughs> okay, so you're a high school biology teacher, and you'd rather own a bakery? Yes. Okay, and, and why is that? Um, I have a lot more fun decorating cake than dissecting sharks. Oh, so you really like to dissect, or you roast you. <laughs> I was going to say you really like to dissect cakes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> okay, and tell me more about that. What do you like about, um, what do you like about the bakery business? Um, I like that I would be a little bit more in charge and I would not be at the whim of 14-year-olds. Oh, so by being in charge, what else is she saying by being in charge? What else does she want more of? Yes. Okay, so by mirroring your partner, you'd say, wow, so it sounds like control is really important to you. Yes, it is. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Do you see the difference Can you tell, like, when somebody... Let me ask you. Do you feel like I got it? You got it. Okay. Okay, and it feels different, doesn't it? It feels different when somebody mirrors. You know what? Let me tell you something. If everybody knew this, I'd be out of business. Because, as a therapist, this is number one. This is the number one thing I do all day long with clients, is I all... One of the primary things I do is to effectively mirror how many of us want to be heard in such a deep and intimate way? I mean, really, really heard. Not just somebody repeating back what we say, but that they really get it. We all have, it's an innate, innate need to be heard in such a deep way. Okay, tell me something else about yourself. Uh, I have a two-and-a-half-year-old son, Oliver. And a husband yeah, tell Chris, me uh-huh. that are at home. They're both at home, and I'm very happy about that. So you really... So what she's saying is... What do you think she's really saying? That her two-and-a-half-year-old son and her husband are at home, and she's really happy about that. What else is... <laughs> right, you could say she needs a vacation. So let me just see if that fits for her, okay? Okay? And as a therapist, I don't have to be psychic. And when you're talking to your partner... You don't have to be psychic. It's okay if maybe you don't get it right the first time because the, they will always let you know. Okay? You can tweak it. So it sounds like you really need a vacation. Yeah, I work about 12 hours a day. Wow. Okay, so what is she saying when she works 12 hours a day? What else? What else? How could you pair it? Oh, okay, so let's see if that's a good fit for her. So, wow, so 12 hours a day, you could be, it sounds like you get really tired. Uh, Yeah, I usually try to go to bed by one, but I'm up again at six. Ooh, okay, so what else is she telling me? She's sleep deprived. Uh, Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, how does it feel when you have all of these people mirroring your feelings for you? Uh, It feels like somebody gets it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. So when you're accurately mirroring, mirroring your partner... What you want to know is you want feedback from them. It's, this is not a solo game. You want to ask them, do I, do I have this right? Do I get it? And it's okay, again, if they tweak it. You don't want to, um, again, interruption 
You know, you don't want to interrupt. When they're in the process, just let them be. Don't break the process. When you're mirroring, okay, so it can go like this. What about when your partner says to you, yeah, but you know, I really hate it when you're always late for my, um, when we're going out in the evening and you take so damn long to get ready. I hate that. Okay, so your partner's saying these things to you. And what happens to you when our partner criticizes us? What happens to us? What do we do inside? We get defensive because you want to correct their misperception of why you're late, correct? So when you're mirroring, when you're in a heated argument, it's going to be so important not to break the mirroring phase of it. So you just want to stay present with them. You don't want to get defensive because it's in this, this will trip you up every time. Again, these things work great with the colleagues that you work with. I mean, in your boss, your kids, your mother-in-law. If your partner's really getting heated and they have a lot of energy and then it's going to trigger your stuff, if you just stay present, you will feel so much more empowered. So, What would that look like? Come on up. Okay, so we're going to get in an argument, and you're going to start... I want you to start accusing me of things. Just just lay it on me. Am I the boy or the girl? Whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you think. This house is always a mess. Okay, keep going. Keep going. You know, laundry's packed this high. Come on, you're pissed. Come on. Put put some back in it, girl. (laughs) Come on. Can you you do something? Do Do we have to get a cleaning lady or something? What's the problem here? Okay, wow, I can hear that you are pretty ticked off. I hear that you're thinking the house is a mess and maybe we need a cleaning lady. Is that right? We need more than that. We need to get some done around here. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Yeah, okay. I hear that we need to get done around here. (laughs) So, and it's okay, again, to repeat it exactly back. Yeah, what else do you want to tell me? Well, I'm just tired of coming home after working all day, and I come home to this mess. What do you do all day? Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. I should duck now. (laughs) Yeah, you should duck now. Okay. So you could say something like, wow, I can tell you are pretty ticked off and you're just wondering, you're thinking that you do it all. Is that what you're telling me? You're thinking that you do it all and you're wondering, God, what do I contribute? Is that what you're wondering? I don't think that I do it all. I know that you do a lot, but I've had a hard day at work today. They're they're cutting jobs. (laughs) We're, you know, you're spending a lot. (laughs) Okay, so... It sounds like we've got some, it sounds like we really need to talk about these things because I can tell you have so much energy around this. I'm wondering if we could schedule, you know what, maybe we just need um, a dinner date. Could we talk about this over dinner? Is this something, because it sounds like you've got multiple things that you're pretty ticked off at me about. You're telling me the house isn't done, you're telling me I overspend, and then you're wondering what I do all day. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. But you know, (laughs) but you know, I think a dinner date would be nice and you know, I, I, I don't mean to yell like this at you. I really don't. A lot of things have been gone bad, though. Okay, but I need you to hear me. Because when you yell at me, I feel belittled and I begin to shut down. And what I need from you is to treat me the way you would treat one of your colleagues at work. 
Okay, I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> can, we, can we call your makeup? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are good sports for um, letting me kind of victimize you. Okay. So it's also, in doing this whole process, it's also listening non-defensively. Ooh, is that a big one? Okay, so in this mock scenario, again, and I know it's very canned, and I, I, um, I get that. I get that it's kind of canned, and it feels a little cheesy. But it still works. It still works. So hold your defensive. Because how easy would it be for me to get so triggered when my partner comes home and says something like, and what do you do all day? Right? Okay. I had, um, I remember, this was a while ago, and um, it was around the holidays, <clears throat> and my husband um, is an um, airline pilot. And so he had been gone for, oh, I don't know, a couple of days, and he returned home from a trip, and I had the living room full of um, gifts and wrapping paper and ribbons and lists and Christmas decorations out. And my husband walks in, he looks around, he's like, Jesus, how does it get like this? <laughs> yeah, he's lucky he's still alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's very tall. Yeah, the tall factor. <laughs> and I was so triggered and so angry. It would have been so easy for me to just fly off the handle. But I was in therapy. <laughs> learning these wonderful tools. And so I was able to say to him, God, it sounds like, you know, or you can use something, it doesn't always have to be it sounds like, or from your perspective, or the way you see it, or the way you must be feeling, is that things are kind of chaotic for you. And he said, yeah, I had a really rough time this last day with a captain I was flying with and we had um, kind of a really scary situation upon landing I said aha so that's what we're really talking about because oftentimes when our partner blows up it's not, it's not about the wrapping paper and the Christmas stuff all over the place it's about something else where, the, where their lives feel out of control does anybody resonate with that? does anybody go oh my gosh yeah yeah it's hard, but it's by telling yourself the next time something escalates, and you probably won't have to wait too long, right? <laughs> you know what? You're not going to have to wait a long time to try these little tricks out. Uh-uh. So you tell yourself, because, because when you escalate, all of the defenses go up, and you get nowhere. The communication completely shuts down, Right? How far do you get when you get angry? When you really blow up, it, it goes nowhere. And then what happens? The thing that you have to talk about is only delayed because you've got to do your work later. Because then when you're calm, you have to sit down and go, okay, I'm sorry I blew up, but now let's really get to the issue. Okay, last thing, and then we'll be done. Last thing, be compassionate, respectful, and real. Be compassionate. When you have something that you want to share with your partner... It's so important to do it with compassion. Honesty without compassion can be cruel. Be honest. And when I say that, to me, honesty is to, to speak my own truth. 
But I also have a responsibility to speak my own truth in a loving, compassionate, and respectful way. That doesn't mean I get to just blurt out without diplomacy and kindness what's on my mind, right? So just like you wouldn't tell your girlfriend, if your girlfriend said, well, do you think this dress makes my butt look big? (laughs) Yeah, bigger than the ship, for God's sake. (laughs) What were you thinking? No, you... I mean, what's another way that you could say it? Right? You wouldn't do that to a girlfriend. Yeah, or you know what? I really think that other dress is more becoming to you, right? Something like that. Um, Be respectful. It's so easy. It's so easy to make belittling, patronizing, condescending remarks. And for some reason, when we're married, we think our marriage license is a license to then tell them, what are you, stupid? Lazy? Whatever. Whatever that might be. Don't do that. It's so destructive to the relationship. Be real. Be real. It's okay to be honest. And, you know, all of this stuff, by the way, really plays into, if you can master this, every other aspect of your marriage will improve. Your sex life will improve. You cannot have good sex unless you can do this. (laughs) It's very quiet in here. (laughs) y'all are really thinking about that if you can't communicate what you're what you need from your partner how can you have good sex if you learn anything from this tonight do not emasculate your partner what does that mean it means like when you publicly castrate him because that is the death of a marriage or a partnership so what does that look like? It looks like if, you, if you're out with a group of people and you say something condescending or unflattering about your husband in front of everyone and his ego just tanked. Did you hear that? She said it's something like, oh, well, I made more money than you did last year. Right. What's another thing you could say that could be very um, emasculating to your partner? What? You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. For a man, his ego is just... And ego and penises are directly related. (laughs) The big head is directly related to the other one. And so other avenues, uh, other areas of your relationship will really, really suffer. So honesty, it may be difficult in the relationship when you're arguing about something, when you're arguing about your feelings, but it's really, really important. But without respect and compassion, these are easy, you guys. These are easy. Your kids can do this stuff. And if you can teach your kids to do some of this stuff, everybody will be so much healthier. So establish the ground rules and wrapping up. Mirror. Listen non-defensively. Be compassionate, be respectful, and be real. And if you can do that, you can have a kicking relationship. Um, This is not a question, just something about me that I would like to share since you've all seen me. (laughs) Don't tell my daughter I did that again. Um, I want to applaud you all. I have been so in awe of you ladies. I mean to tell you, honest to God, you are spectacular. If I had had 
the wherewithal to do the things you do when I was your age. Oh, my God, I can't imagine what I would be like today. It, wow. I'm, I'm serious. Wow. You know, all I can say to you is keep your doors and windows open because you never know where life's going to take you. And, and I have had so many adventures in my life. Uh, don't ever look behind, look forward, because the world is there for you. But the other thing I want to tell you is um, I just shared with Jennifer, I retreat. I have done it all my life. I retreat. And what I have said to my family is, I've done the best I can with what I have at the time, and I don't make excuses for what happens on the side. I really have done the very best I can. I haven't always had the wherewithal to please everyone, but I've done my best. And when things have gotten really tough and the communication has broken down, I take to writing because it's important to me that those around me know I love them. And it hasn't always been easy. So I write. So they always know I love them uh, because I don't ever want people to know that they're not near and dear to my heart. I have found some special friendships these three days, and I will carry you with me the rest of my life, I promise, because you are spectacular. Wow. And you are all my new sisters. <laughs> Woo! Oh, wow, what a great way to end. Woo! Thank you. You know what? I cannot end it any better than that. So we're done. Let's go eat. Leave me some feedback. Zanny at DearZanny.com or call me. I love the voicemail 678-884-0524. You can also comment on my website on one of my posts on my blog. And if you love this show, leave me a review in iTunes. Hey, thanks for listening and bye for now.